0: we
1: Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mixed Witches podcast, and uh, this is our second episode that we are recording today, and yeah, wait for the mush mouth, I'm sure it's coming. Oh, it's coming. It's always coming. I had it ordering my Starbucks, I'm sure it's going (laughs) to return. Alright, so I get first go for this episode, and I'm going to be talking about uh, marriage gods and goddesses, since I already talked about, since I did that the last time with the death traditions, and then talked about the death gods. So I'm doing it here, too. More marriage. <laughs> Unfortunately, unlike <laughs> with death, um, I had a much harder time of finding gods and goddesses for marriage. I don't know why. I don't know why is this, this, is, this is a thing that people decided, but I'm going to give you what I have. <laughs> I kind of understand why they would lump love and marriage together, but many love Deities did not preside over marriage as well. So I have no fucking clue why they're included in the marriage section. So this made my job very difficult. Kind of like with Ryan and looking up characters with specific signs. That's how it felt while I was looking for marriage goddesses. Like Some gods. of this shit is so hard to find. Deities, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Some like witchcraft stuff is like obscure. I know. It's and you're like <laughs> searching, you're going into the like the third, fourth page of Google, you're it's still like, not <gasps> finding
2: anything. <laughs> no books, just nothing.
1: Oh, I can't. I know a lot of it's like passed down by word of mouth, but I don't have somebody to teach me by word of mouth, so I need the book. Anyways, that's not what this is about. <laughs> so, with that, I'm just going to jump in. It's going to be a little jumbled because I wasn't able to, like, go from uh, culture to culture like I usually do. So, I'll give you what I got. Fair. So, learn. F- this is coming from learnreligions.com. So, for Norse, the first one we have is Frigg. Which I don't know why they had her said as Frigga, but I think that's just an alternate name for her. Yeah. Frigga. Oh, you remember Frigga. they had all three of her names in, like, War. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Uh, so, she is a goddess of marriage and fertility. Odin is her husband, and she is the only one besides him who is allowed to sit on his throne. And you may see her also referred to as the Queen of Heaven. Alright, so... For Egyptian, we have Hathor, which is the wife of Ra, the sun god, and is known as the patroness of wives. That's why I included her here. She is either seen as a cow goddess or with a cow nearby. I don't know why. (laughs) Um, That's just something I found. Um, And in later periods, she was associated with fertility, love, and passion. For Greek, like we all know, we've got that one bad bitch Hera... (laughs) So on bitch Her husband is (laughs) Zeus Which we all understand why she's like The way that she is Because yes I would be a bitch too If my husband was Zeus Um, Things would be cut off by this point But you know he'd probably just grow it back (laughs) So She spends most of her time Just too much of her time Fending off his lovers And since you know he can't keep his dick to himself It's just Something he does, I guess. Gotta fuck boys. Uh yeah. Gotta fuck boys. <laughs> <laughs> mm, that's who they pray to. You know what? Probably. <laughs> Alright. She is centered around hearth and home with a focus on family relationships. For Roman, we have Juno, which is Hera's Roman counterpart. 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 She watches over women and marriage, though she is she used to be celebrated in, hold on, <laughs> she used to be celebrated in March, the month June is named after her, which, you know, what a surprise. And then that's, if you think about it, that's kind of why June is the month for weddings and for hand fastings. So she is often honored during Letha. Huh. Yeah, I was like writing that and then... <laughs> I looked for it, I was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. You're right.
2: So, with all due respect to Miss Juno, I don't want to have a June wedding.
1: No, I don't want to have a June wedding. But, like, that makes sense. I get it. I understand. Hmm. Alright. So, the next we have Hindu, which is Pavarti. And she is a goddess of family, love, and devotion. She was the consort of Shiva and is one of the many forms of Shakti the powerful all-female wait, <laughs> And she is one of the many forms of Shakti, the all-powerful female force in the universe. Because she taught him to embrace pleasure, Shiva is also the patron of the arts and dance. Yes. Then we have Roman. So Vesta is the goddess of virginity, but also a guardian of hearth and domesticity. It was important to honor her at the time of marriage And keep her in high regard Because, you know, Virginia was very Coveted back then, I guess Yes Um, And she was actually celebrated during June So sorry, Juno The whole month named after you You were not celebrated And then this bitch comes in and gets (laughs) celebrated in your month I apologize It's it's okay. She'll get over it. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't write more for this. So another one that we have for Egyptians is Bess, and that's the goddess of love and marriage. All right, guess I forgot about her. Sorry. (laughs) you like, that's good enough. (laughs) I believe we have two for Japanese Shinto, maybe? No, we have two for ja- for Chinese. So for Japanese Shinto, we have Genkao, which is uh, he is the Shinto god of marriage and is said to bind hmm. the feet of lovers together with red silk cord. He, yeah, he. <laughs> In Inca, we have Mamakila. She was a goddess of the moon, marriage, and menstrual cycle, and a defender of women. I could, yeah yeah I could see that. <laughs> for Chinese, we have Nuwa, which she is a goddess of marriage and regarded as the human ancestor. She was a f- she had a human face with a snake body, and she was also considered to be the creator of marriage. And then also, for the Chinese, we have Yu Lao who brings couples together and builds harmony. Harmonious relationships in marriage. He is the god of matchmaking and marriage and is known as the old man of moonlight. He. And that, yeah. And Another that he. came. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm like, where are these men coming from? <laughs> that came from
2: imperialharvest.com. I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just think it's interesting how most of these are
1: women. You just have a couple men. Yeah, just. They came out of nowhere. I was also surprised. He. He. And then I've got a few honorable a few. I have two honorable mentions here. <laughs> so for Norse, um, I've got the goddess bear Var, <laughs> who is a goddess associated with agreements and oaths. so it huh. makes makes sense. you're making an, an oath, oath when you get married. And then for an <laughs> for the Greek, I have Hemen or he Hime, Himenes, Himenes. whatever Greek. that is. Yeah, something. (laughs) Who is the god of marriage ceremonies, inspiring feasts, and song. I didn't write the G on song. That's okay. Song. Yeah. That's what I have for marriage gods, goddesses. As you can see, there wasn't a whole lot. You know, but piggybacking off of the episode
2: that you just did, when we were talking about, like, brides and how the bride usually gets paid, that's another interesting thing, how marriage DTS do tend to be female it's like in a way it's sort of like we kind of felt like there might have been not as much respect for the females in marriage when it kind of feels like it's the other way around it gets more important about the woman than it is the man which i'm not mad about no yes it is more important (laughs) (laughs) i am more important oh my god (laughs) all right what are you talking about bring us your topic i bring you sagittarius Because it's about to be Sag season. I'm actually recording this. We're pre-recording this, but this episode should actually come out before Sag season, which I was hoping to do that on purpose. So we can get it out of the way. (laughs) For all the Sagittarius, you know what to do. (laughs) You're like, wait, what about me? What about you? No, my moon moon is in Sagittarius, so I'm with y'all. And trust and believe... It's a struggle. (laughs) I don't mean that negatively, but it doesn't get along with my other ones. My big three is, like, these two get a lot... Well, they don't. Like, my big three just... It's just a mess. (laughs) But I have a moon in Sag, so shout out to all my Sag's. So, on average, Sagittarius season starts from November 22nd to December 21st. I say on average because... The Earth spins and shit happens. And it's not always the same date every time. Although that is the those that is the time frame I found the most. I actually was going through some of my books that I own, and one of them was, like, a little bit off. Like, I found the 22nd to the 21st, like, consistently. Just this one book just had it something different. I was like, oh, okay.
1: Uh, all right, this is what
2: we're doing, I guess. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, the symbol for Sagittarius is the archer. Hence why you see a bow and arrow all the time. Sagittarius is a centaur, which is half man, half horse. And he's carrying a bow and arrow, usually. So like the, the the little like tiny symbol, if you're like on a website or something, it'll be a bow and arrow, or just an arrow. It has a positive polarity, and it is the mutable fire sign. And it's taking us from autumn into winter. <laughs> Sagittarius rules the ninth house, which is the house that has to do with higher education, as in universities, colleges. Overseas travel, religion, law, philosophy, gurus and teachers, also priests. It's the education and the people who teach that education, to you. Adventure, exploration of different cultures, justice, means of transport, specifically planes, and it is also the House of Publishing in serious literature. Oh. Yeah. What does
1: serious literature pertain like,
2: to? I just mean, I think that just goes along with the publishing. I don't think they meant, like,
1: oh serious
2: okay. literature. Yeah, because I couldn't... When I first read it, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? But I think it just means, like, you are publishing something. Because the third house has to do with writing, but not necessarily publishing, just writing. The... The... The ninth house is in opposition to the third house, which is ruled by Gemini, which has to do with writing, communication, early education, like childhood education, as opposed to university. Speaking, short trips, as opposed to big trips. And it has to do with your neighbors. Whereas the ninth house has to do with foreign people, people, strangers, foreigners to you, traveling the world and meeting new people. Third house has to do with the people you see all the time neighbors, aunts and uncles and siblings. The color for Sagittarius is royal blue, and I always tend to remember- I know that feels weird because it's a fire sign, and some people put fire colors for Sagittarius, but I think to me that- I won't say it's wrong, because that would be that would be like pretentious for me to be like, no that's wrong. I just feel like people kind of forget Fire can be blue. In fact, it is the hottest fire. For it to be the last fire sign, I actually think it makes a lot of sense for it to be blue. Like, the color. As opposed to orange and yellow like Leo and red like Aries. It feels like you're literally going through the colors of fire. Which I think is really fucking cool.
1: (laughs) Uh, All I can see in my mind's eye is Dobby and the shit he just did. Watch him be a Sag.
2: Actually, no. <laughs> Continue. I did look it up, but... I'm gonna do something. I actually didn't get any signs for My Hero Academia for Sagittarius. I didn't extensively look, but, like, there were no immediate Sagittarius when I looked it up. If you don't watch anime, you don't give a shit, but... <laughs> Sagittarius is also um, the ruler of Thursday. Thursday is ruled by the planet Jupiter which is the ruler of Sag. Now, Jupiter, as a planet, it has to do with expansion and it has to do with optimism. It's the, you know, big, happy planet. Jupiter, the god, is the god of thunder and the sky and the king of the gods, his Greek correspondence is Zeus, so you know what's going down. Jupiter is a big, important planet, big, big big-ass gas giant. (laughs) Their mantra is, I seek, I've also seen people put, I perceive, and I see, but that all means the same thing. Sagittarius rule. (laughs) (laughs) Just just sadness. sadness. Sagittarius rules over the hips, thighs, and ass. Okay.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Finally, the thighs. Yes. I heard it. (laughs) They rule over the
2: hips, thighs, and ass. Also, the femurs in your thighs. And the sciatic nerve, which is in your lower back. Which I wish I could have got some of that. (laughs) Clearly my Sagittarius is the moon and it's inside because I didn't get anything outside. (laughs) The tarot card for Sagittarius is temperance. And the uh, minors and the court cards are the eight of wands, which is Mercury and Sag. The nine of wands, which is the moon and Sag. (laughs) And the Ten of Wands, which is Saturn in Sag And the Knight of Wands Because knights have to do with movement So they tend to do with uh, mutable signs So it can represent Sag Mm. Some herbs for Sag Dandelion root, which is good for your tummy It's also good if you have cramps on your menstrual cycle Just putting y'all on (laughs) Lemon balm, which is also good for your tummy and yellow dock. I don't know what that's good for. So Sagittarius, from a positive perspective, they tend to be generous, idealistic, a great sense of humor, enthusiastic, adventurous, and honest. They tend to be like optimistic, very like wanderer, like go with the flow, like I just want to do everything. They can be predisposed to promising more than they can deliver, very impatient, which they're a fire sign. Yeah. Will say anything no matter how undiplomatic or frank, and they can be reckless. That's all that, like, boundless energy. Just being, like, being reckless. So some celebrities I have, the number one that was on the list and the number one I thought of is Nicki Minaj. She actually has a song where she says, Sagittarius, so you know I'm an optimist. (laughs) She knows. (laughs) Miley Cyrus, Taylor Swift, Brad Pitt, Rita Ora, Chrissy Teigen, and I'm not fucking shocked, Jay-Z, and Vanessa Hudgens.
1: I haven't heard that name in ages. I know. And
2: fictional Sagges I have Sailor Jupiter Obviously And Ayame Soma from Fruits Basket What a fucking bitch uh, You know it's t- You know He's too much <laughs> Like I'm not surprised he's a Sag I'm just not No I'm not <laughs> <laughs> It just makes sense Yeah. It I also s-
1: makes sense that Dobby's not a Sag
2: Yeah it does Yeah yeah. I didn't have any, as I said, for My Hero. At least I didn't, there were no students that were Sages. In, like,
1: the mains. Nobody we care about. <laughs> That's
2: fair. Um. Let me, let me do this. Let me do this before you ask. <laughs>
1: Media topics. <laughs> yes. Um. Since... Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, go ahead, do what you want Book off, please So,
2: since you did a book Last time, I want to do a book What book? I don't know yet (laughs) One of them Oh, I know Well, it's a book, series, but it's also A movie The Spiderwick Chronicles Yes. It's literally been so long since I've seen That movie, first of all
1: It's still cute. It's so good. I watched it not too long
2: ago. But, like, the books are good. Yeah, the books are good. They're lovely. They're good, like, children literature. Just... Yeah. They have everything you want. I remember reading them as a kid. I remember reading everything as a kid. Yeah, right? Like, literally, I read it all. But if you haven't seen it, good old mythology. I always felt like The Spiderwick Chronicles was a little bit, like... It did some stuff that I... That doesn't get done a lot, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, it was, like, the first one that really put me onto fairies, to be honest. Yeah. Because they talk about brownies a lot, and oh, they and talk the about that, goblins like, and so on and so forth.
2: The looking through the thing?
1: Oh, the, the hagstone? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they call it a hagstone no. in the book. I can't remember what they call it in a book, but it's essentially a hagstone yeah. to be able to see the fairies. Because I'd never, like, seen that before. Nobody ever wrote that
2: before, Yes, yeah. to me. I'd never seen it before. Which I thought was like... I don't know. It felt like a lot of research was done.
1: Yeah. I think I, I want to say that the writer was actually a mythology major. But that, don't quote me on that. I just feel like that's something I read about him when I was into Spiderwick. Yeah. Who
2: knows, though? Yeah, who knows? But that's real top-notch.
1: Yeah. All right. What do you have? What I have is a book that I just finished listening to, I listened to it twice, once uh, by myself before I left Florida, and then once while I was driving back to California with my mother, and that book is called, if my phone will stop closing on me, that book is called Cemetery Boys by Aiden Thomas, and this book was so good, like, like top-notch. It was good. So it talks about Dia de los Muertos. That's a oh. whole. That's a really big thing in the book because um, the main character. This is the one you were telling me about. Okay, I it okay, was okay. Okay. okay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the main character and also, his love interest. The clock is three three three. Ooh. It uh, just changed to three three four as soon as I looked at it. I saw the three three three, three though. Yay. Oh, it's 333 on my phone still. Yeah, it's DK66 over here. That's cool. Anyway, well, <laughs> all the synchronicities today. Um, anyways, so the two main characters, the uh, main character and his love interest, are both Latinx. The main character himself is Cuban mixed with Mexican, and the love interest, I think, is Guatemalan, if I remember correctly. I haven't listened to the book in like a week, so don't quote me. And of course, his whole family and his community is also Latinx. It's a very important thing to him, his whole community, his Bruhex community. They're all important to him. And the whole point of the book is that he was born female. He is female to male trans. So he's a trans boy. Um, And... In his community, there is gender roles, so the Bruja are the ones who heal, they're the mothers, they're the uh, doctors, they're the ones who bring home the goods because they're the ones who can get the jobs as doctors. And then you have the males, who are the Bruja, who release spirits if they become maligno, which is malignant, obviously, or bad, in an easier term. And he, he is a male, so he believes he should be a brujo, and he is a brujo. But nobody wants to give him his quinceañera to officiate that, so he does it himself, so on and so forth. The whole book happens. On top of that, on top of being um, a trans boy, he is also gay. So there, I told you all of my books have some form of some form LGBT... Of- Gay Hugh thing going on, and this is that one. And his <laughs> his love interest is, hu- uh, Julian is a fucking riot. Oh so, wow! I had a
2: crush named Julian.
1: I remember. I was thinking that the <laughs> I cannot.
2: Why do we live here?
1: I do remember because I was thinking that every time I saw it, I was like, oh well, I- yeah, there hmm. was that one kid. There's that one kid. But yeah, it's a good read. You should read it. You should support the author, who is also a trans uh, trans male. Mm. and So they're writing from the heart and soul. He, he is a trans gay male, and so is the narrator. So we got lots of things going on. Support them. It's important to support LGBTQ writers, authors, uh, producers, so on and so forth, so that we get more of that content. And that whole tangent we went on about boy witches... Support the boy, which is, like, we can't be talking, like, not
2: supporting our own words.
1: Honestly, here it is. Here it is. It's so good. (sighs) And, uh, what else do I have to say about that? Heads up, there is minor transphobia that happens throughout the book from his family. Mm. But there's not actually any homophobia because because they consider him still a girl. So they consider him still being straight. So that's his yeah, whole struggle throughout the of, book. But it does get resolved and it is it's a good book. So trigger warning. Yeah, trigger to warning all of our for trans potential listeners. Yeah. So trigger warning for transphobia, but it is good, it does get resolved. And uh, yeah, that's what I have. That's so what we cool. have today.
2: So if you want to find more from us, you can find us on Instagram at Mixed Witches podcast. On Twitter, at Pod, and you can shoot us an email, MixedWitchesPodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your recommendations.
1: We also have a Society6 at Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So So buy a sticker.
0: Yeah.
1: That's all we have for you guys this week. Hope to see you again. Again, hope, hope you're still listening to us by this point. Yeah, I'll come our, back now, you hear? <laughs> with our garbage <laughs> audio going on in the background, oh, sorry.
2: Sorry, we're out of Starbucks.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's hard to have parent. Well, your dad is fine, but my parents yeah. are not fine. No. Uh, so, I mean, my dad is currently watching football, so...
2: It's better he just yell at it alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would be a little... That'd be a little loud to <laughs> just, just
2: yell at it by himself. He can do that <laughs> by himself. You don't need me.
1: So, anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
0: When we were young, our minds were getting faded. Did not appreciate all that they created. We're chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Thinking more, but doing less. Keeping score. The test, y'all. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. Chasing after that witch's brew. You got nothing better to do, cause you're sailing down the easiest street again. Damn. X marks the spot, or is it old? Getting hiding, feeling so low. Chasing after that witch's brew. Damn. about Paradise, play those cards, baby. Roll those dice, y'all. Chasing after that wishes, brew. Damn, 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 damn. damn. It's going well, and then it's not. You start to go, and then you stop, cause you're Sailing down easy street again. Damn, almost within reach. Out of your grasp, the last drop at the bottom of your glass, you're chasing after that witch's brew. Damn, 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 damn. damn, 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 damn.